It's Saturday, June 25th, and this is Brian with The Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. The Supreme Court's decision overruling Roe v. Wade triggered immediate responses across the U.S. as conservative states moved forward with new abortion restrictions. Some clinics suspended service and advocates on both sides of the abortion debate girded for new state-level battles. More than 20 states were poised to ban most abortions if Roe was overturned. Some of those prohibitions took effect right away, while others may take time as state officials sort out both practical and legal details. Minutes after the Supreme Court announced its decision, Missouri Attorney General Eric Schmidt said he issued an opinion allowing implementation of a state abortion ban previously adopted by the legislature that was triggered once the justices overruled Roe. Abortion providers across the country rushed to accommodate to new laws, consulting with legal counsel on their next steps. Meanwhile, the Supreme Court's decision reverberated on the campaign trail Friday as Democrats sought to reframe the midterm elections around protecting access to abortions, and Republicans touted a watershed accomplishment in the pro-life movement. Senator Steve Daines of Montana, chairman of the Senate Pro-Life Caucus, said moving forward, quote, the American people begin a new chapter in which they, through their elected representatives at the state and federal level, have the power to end the violence of abortion, end quote. Democrats, however, have cast the 6-3 to three conservative majority of the court as an extension of the GOP, with some on Friday calling it the Republican Supreme Court. This cruel ruling is outrageous and heart-wrenching, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi said Friday, but make no mistake again, it's all on the ballot this November. President Biden, speaking from the White House, also pointed to the midterm, saying, This decision must not be the final word. Several top Democratic groups released a joint statement describing the decision as central in the midterm elections. In other news, airlines under scrutiny for widespread flight disruptions are renewing their criticism of the government agency that manages the nation's airspace saying that understaffing at the Federal Aviation Administration is crippling air traffic along the East Coast. Airlines for America, which represents the largest U.S. carriers, said Friday it wants to know FAA's staffing plans for the 4th of July weekend so they can better plan accordingly. The comments from the industry group could serve as a preemptive defense in case airlines again suffer thousands of canceled and delayed flights over the holiday when travel is expected to set new pandemic-era highs. Nicholas Callio, president of the trade group, said airlines have dropped 15% of the flights they originally planned for June through August. To make the remaining flights more reliable, they are hiring and training more pilots and customer service agents and giving passengers more flexibility to change travel plans. Calio said air traffic is often disrupted for many hours because bad weather causes the FAA to issue delays. In financial news, stocks rallied on Friday after fresh economic data tempered investors' expectations of steep Federal Reserve interest rate hikes as major market indices notched their first weekly gains after three consecutive weeks of losses. The Dow Jones Industrial Average surged 823 points to close at 31,500. The S&P 500 climbed 3.1%, and the technology-heavy Nasdaq Composite added 375 to close at 11,607. 
all three indices recouped their losses from the previous week. And Beijing on Saturday said it would allow primary and secondary schools to resume in-person classes, and Shanghai's top party boss declared victory over COVID-19 after the city reported zero new local cases for the first time in two months. The two major cities were among several places in China that implemented curbs to stop the spread of the Omicron wave during March to May, part of China's adherence to a zero-COVID policy that aims to eradicate all outbreaks, as the measures have fueled anger and even rare protests and taken a heavy toll on the economy. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.